0: Good morning! Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. Sure, everybody is just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, giddy with excitement to get their day going, but uh, we all know that that is not true, and you're meeting today with dread (laughs) and aggravation that the weekend is over, and now the work week has started once more. So, uh, either way, just try to make it the best you can, and uh, it is... um, as the old saying goes, uh, life sucks and then you die. <laughs> so, that's <laughs> uh, not necessarily true. But, you know, there's truth in it, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> let's see what we got watching this morning. We got Tracy Little, Amy Oaks Turner, Rusty Poss says good morning. My brothers and sisters, Kelly Jeanette Swift says good morning. And look, we got several more than that watching, but that's just all the names that I see Thus far some. All right my friends, at this time let us do our morning pledge of allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag, to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty to all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path, and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord that we get to say those wonderful pledges each and every morning. Hello, Mike Hensley. Appreciate you tuning in, my friend all righty and brandy boyd young says good morning so uh, i'm glad that she is up and about today and uh so it's always good to know that um, my wife can tune in and watch and not be asleep uh, <laughs> so i love to give her a, a, a hard time and aggravate her about sleeping all the time she can't help it uh she uh, uh, her ms and stuff uh, makes her uh, so drowsy she can't help it but um but anyway um Sitting here trying to find something here, just real quick for Mad Matt's news and comment, and I know that uh, several people are uh, um, upset. As uh, so I got emails this morning in regards to uh, uh, where I posed a question about why people don't, you know, why they don't seem to want to come to church anymore. And uh, some people put on there because of political reasons. Uh, and uh, dad made reference yesterday and had an individual get very upset and send me a scathing email in regards to that. And uh, so, that and answering other questions in regards to end time events this morning at four o'clock this morning, I'm already <laughs> answering those kind of things. And uh, you know, uh, like I said, I do this little news and comment, and uh, um, uh, it is uh, do it to bring awareness. I think it's things that need to be discussed and talked about, uh, things that may, need to be brought to light and to attention. And um, you know, if we cannot be ignorant, my friends, you know, we have to be aware of what's going on culturally, and we know need to watch out for these things, and be aware of, and how to defend it biblically. And uh, and so, uh, and sometimes it may just be a rant, but it's a rant, and it may, may needs to be heard. Uh, you know, uh, to be shaken. To understand that, hey, this is wrong. I need to be aware of this, and uh, I was trying to find exactly that's uh, what I was looking for uh, this uh, this morning here, but I can't find it. Um, anyway, the main point is is that um, uh, because of the shooting, uh, I want to say it was Chicago. I just want to double check and make sure it was Chicago, but I can't remember for sure. But it was uh, hello Terry Hudson. It was, uh, sadly, a little 13, 14-year-old girl was killed and and several others by shooting uh, from a 17-year-old, I think it was, and a beautiful little girl, and it's sad to see that she was killed. However, of course, the first thing that uh, the uh, liberals want to do, and Schumer's already out there running his mouth, Uh, And how they want more gun control. And uh, that's why I was looking at this article here. Uh, It says, Biden expected to release rule on ghost guns in days. In other words, a ghost gun, if you're not familiar with that term, uh, is the fact that, you know, you make your own gun or you order the parts online and, and build your own. It has no serial number. There's no background checks. And uh, therefore, they deem that, uh, you know, the illegal. I don't know. I guess it may be illegal in some states. I don't know all the rules on that, on that kind of thing. So they want to go after, once more, our guns. What these idiots don't realize is this is not a gun problem. This is a heart problem. See, evil is rampant. See, see how this is a, a, a uh, relevant uh, you know, right now we we're, this is making headlines. All right, uh, the, you can't turn on the news; I see Schumer, which I despise and loathe uh, with all my heart. Um, we're seeing these current events and how it can be directly applied to Christianity because we are seeing a heart condition. This isn't a gun issue. All right, uh, the only ones who are using guns like the, uh, in the wrong way are the evil wicked those who could care less about life uh those who are obtaining arms illegally uh you know you you'll see all the thousands of thousands of people who have uh, gun carry permits uh you know they're not the one they're the ones that are being targeted when they're the ones who are abiding by the law that you know hopefully that makes a little more sense what i'm trying to say here this morning but here's the thing you see you look at england all right uh, and they have banned all guns all right well, Did that solve the problems? No. They were taking knives and killing people. So what did they do? You know, here we had the buyback gun programs. There they were having the buyback knives programs. You know, Cain killed Abel with a rock. This is not an issue of the weapon. It's an issue of the heart and the wickedness that is going on in our country. And this is why this is happening. And What they're wanting to do is just another attack on our freedom, to bear arms. See, the uh, our forefathers realized, you know, they knew what it was like to deal in battle uh, with government who wanted to control who, how they believed and what they, you know, that's why they come here to this country to have the freedom. And they realized that a government could grow too big and too powerful, and they wanted to make sure that the citizens were armed enough to where that wouldn't happen. Why do you think throughout history they want to remove all firearms before socialism and communism took in, in place because then people couldn't fight back. This is another point and another ploy to remove that freedom so that they can have more power and control and that's why we have to push back. But the thing of it is this this country turns back to God, all right the wickedness is only going to increase and get worse and then we're going to see more evil run rampant and these things are only going to increase as long as Christ tarries. And when we're are, are raptured out of here, and then we don't have to worry about it anymore, all right? And that's kind of one of the questions I was dealing with this morning in regards to when we'll be raptured out. You have those who uh, think that we'll be raptured before the tribulation, in the middle of the tribulation, and after the tribulation we'll be raptured out. Only God knows when that will happen, all right? We can speculate through Scripture, and there are those out there who will argue uh, with with. All their might. In fact, there's many who equate the salvation with where you stand in eschatology, and that is. It really makes me angry because I've had people corner me uh, and I say, "Are you premillennial? Are you postmillennial? Are you you know?" And I like you know, I, I try to explain my position. No, no, no. I mean, I think we'll get angry and in my face about it. I'm like, in in honesty, in all honesty, I, what does it matter? As long as you are prepared and you're ready. And you have your life right with Jesus Christ. That's all that matters to me. When all this happens, happens. You know, God has a has a plan and a reason. And and it really it it aggravates me. It really does. Um, and, I, and you know, I wasn't aggravated by the question I had this morning. Uh, she was very kind and nice. And, and I was that didn't bother me at all. I'm just talking about in the past. I've had men to uh, get me cornered and and really uh, uh, have this. You know. Whole, uh, whether it's a uh, dispensationalist view or whatever, uh, in my face about it, and I'm just like, dude, chill. You know, it's it's all good. You know, I, it's, it's, I you know, and I even have to get smart with me, and say, I don't want to hear this bull. What your dad says about panmillennialism it's all going to pan out how God wants it to. and I'm thinking, how else Is it going to happen? It's going to pan out how God wants it to, whether your view is is right or not. You know, I, I don't I don't get it, but you know, I'm more of a of a mid trib you know, based on scripture and Daniel nine and, uh, revelation and, uh, was it 13? I think it was, I think that's what I told her. I can't remember. I have to go back and see what I wrote now. But anyway, um, but, uh, and there's, a, there's those who think that the rapture and the second coming is one and the same. It's not There's a rapture. And then there's a second coming to take down the, um, uh, antichrist. But, uh, you know, one of the things that, um, uh, Let's see here. I was talking, Yeah, okay. It's Daniel seven twenty five nine twenty seven and Daniel twelve seven is where I was basing that. And in Revelation twelve fourteen, is where I was uh, getting my view on mid tribulation, and uh, uh, and then um, the antichrist will be revealed after the rapture, based on Revelation thirteen and Second 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 Thessalonians two three through four. I'm sorry. And uh, and she was also asking about. Uh, when will the holy spirit be removed and i was trying to explain to her that holy spirit will still be present because people will still be uh we will be able to get saved during the tribulation although it would be very difficult after the rapture but christ is omnipresent god is omnipresent. the holy spirit will still have to be present but there will be a time when the holy spirit will be removed and the devil will be run rampant and you know, that's when evil will really will surely uh get far worse than we could possibly imagine so because of this evil, because of what's going on, you know, but it's still, we still see that God's grace is sufficient. He's holding back as bad as things are, things could still be far worse. And as long as by God's grace, it's not as bad as it could be. But the main thing of it is, as, uh, as God's word uh, tells us, you know, we need to make sure that our lamps are full of oil and that we are waiting and prepared uh, for the groom and waiting for the master to return and uh if you are not taking this life seriously as a christian if you're not being prepared then that's when there's you know you're going to, you need to worry if you don't have jesus christ in your heart if you're waiting on good works and good deeds to get you into heaven then uh by all means and uh uh you're you are in big in deep doo doo, if you will, uh, you need to make sure that you have confessed your sins and ask Jesus Christ in your heart and understand who He is, as your personal Lord and Savior. But going to church and being good and and doing benevolent things is not going to grant you entrance into heaven. And that's why you know I'm trying to drive through the hard heads of so many people who still think they have they, they have to do good works on top of salvation and that is not how it works. It is a free gift of God, and uh, there's nothing you can do. Now we do good works because we want to honor Jesus, but not because we think it gains us entrance into heaven. Now one of the verse we look at this morning here, and it kind of goes along the lines we're talking about. Hello, Debbie Jackson Side, good morning. It's Romans eleven thirty three. says, Oh the depth of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and how un- and how inscrutable his ways! I don't know why I'm I'm stuttering so bad this morning. I don't know what's going on. Let me grab another cup of coffee here. Ah, the inner peace of good caffeine—you cannot beat it. <laughs> oh, of course, I'm teasing. There's no no greater um, peace than that of the Lord, obviously. But uh, I was making a little little funny there. But anyway, can you comprehend exactly uh, how great God is? You know, that's one thing that we need to look at, and I think that is probably at the forefront of most people's minds during this uh, uh, Resurrection Sunday coming up, uh, is the fact that we were chosen. You know, we think about how great God is, that he knew us before we were formed in the womb, Uh, that that for the foundation of the world, God knew us. Uh, you know, it's so wonderful to know and understand that and to comprehend the vastness and greatness of God is, is, is mind-boggling. When you can understand that God knew us even before we were born, I think that that brings into more comprehension that Christ had you on his mind when he was on the cross. Because I think a lot of people uh, are like, well, how could God, uh, how could Jesus have known me uh, 2,000 and over 2,000 years ago? But when you realize that Jesus was still God and he was man, he knew you for the foundation of the world, why wouldn't he be able to know who you were when he was hanging on the cross? And because of the elect, because you were chosen, you were adopted. I said, I'm doing this for you. That's why we need to make sure that we understand the vastness and the greatness of what Christ has done for us to secure our salvation, that his blood was shed for us so that we could escape the ravages of death the the uh, the ramifications of hell uh, that we deserved a debt that he paid that he did not owe a debt that we have that we could not pay jesus christ did that for us and he rose again so we need to make sure we understand and we comprehend that vast greatness that we are that we have and those riches that are beyond comprehension his grace his mercy his forgiveness his love you know uh, i i mess up time and time again hello carolyn kelly I mess up time and time again. Every single day, I mess up. And it's hard to understand how Christ can keep forgiving me over and over and over. And it's just thinking, you know, how, why, you know, it even waste time. Uh, forgiving somebody like me and uh praise god that he does that he doesn't give up on us and that he loves you but we don't take advantage of that you know obviously but um you know but we go on and we look at this and we have uh god's wisdom Uh, that he bestows upon us god's wisdom somewhat overlaps with his knowledge difference is that knowledge is information and wisdom is the application of that knowledge so god's wisdom concerns how he does what he does the hebrew word for wisdom was has the nuance of skill to acquire wisdom is to obtain the skill to live a beautiful life before god Proverbs 2, 6 says, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. God's wisdom is revealed to us in his written word. So there, we have God's wisdom. To That's why it's important that we read the Bible each and every day. Um, his omnipresence, his omniscience, uh, you know, the, what, uh, uh, you know, it's it's, it's, it's you know, to know that he's everywhere and every place, uh, that he uh, uh created the, the universe, the earth, all these things that Christ has done for us. His judgment is coming. You know, that's why I was just talking about eschatology and the last days, God's judgment is coming. That's why we need to make sure that we have our, our hearts right with Jesus Christ, that we're not playing Christian, that we don't have one foot in the world and one foot with Christ, that we're riding the fence. And, uh, you know, so that's why we need to make sure that we understand that we will stand before God. You know, we get so caught up in the temporal things of this world, we think we got all eternity to live. But we have to realize we are but a vapor we're here, but for a short amount of time, we need to make sure we realize where we're at with Jesus Christ. And the older I get, the more I realize how short time is. You know, I'll be 50 in December. It doesn't seem possible. I mean, it just seems like, you know, in a lot of ways in my brain, Still thinks I'm uh, in my twenties, early twenties or something. Uh, my fat, out of shape body tells me otherwise very quickly, you know. And uh, I get very disgusted with myself. I hate seeing pictures of myself. I just, I just, I hate it with a passion. But uh, it is what it is. But anyway, um, I think if you talk to people, particularly my wife, she would tell you that uh, mentally, uh, I'm probably about thirteen. So you know, it just you know, chronologically, mentally. You know, maybe somewhere in the middle, I'm about 30. Who knows? But anyway, so, but the fact is, I'm 50 years old. The chances of me living another 30 years are not very high. You know, most men on the average, you know, if they make it to 80 is, is, about, is really rare. Women outlive men, and uh, there's a reason for that, because women stress us out and causes us to have heart attacks. So, I'm joking. Do not send me hate mail, ladies. I'm just teasing, All right. There may be a little truth there, but <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, no, seriously, a lot of men, particularly, when they retire, uh, they just, they, you know, they went from being very active and they just sit down and, and you know, they're no longer active. And a lot of times that leads to heart attacks and, and uh, cardiac arrest. That's why we need to stay active and need to stay involved in doing things. But anyway, uh, but God's ways are beyond comprehension. Uh, and uh, we have to realize, you know, when things don't go our way, I think a lot of times we get filled with pride. My God, why ain't you allowing this to happen? Why is it this doing it? You know, whatever it may be, you know, we may be jealous or upset because somebody else is getting uh, great what we feel is, is wonderful material things, but we're not, and uh, you know, and it's easy to fall into that trap uh you know because you know we think well man i'm i'm trying to do the best i can i'm trying to serve the lord why is all these bad things happening and why is it you know and so it's easy to grumble and complain but we have to understand that god is powerful god is in control and god is sovereign and we need to trust in that, no matter the the circumstances. And I, and I struggle with that. You know, it's hard to, you know, when things are going bad. To you know, I, I can't. I, you know, I'd be alive if I said, "Oh man, I'm just glorifying God every time something bad goes wrong." I don't. I'm like, Lord, why? Please help me. You know, it's it's easy to to have that kind of. of, of of, um, reaction, at least for me. Maybe you all are, are way up here spiritually and you don't have to, uh, to, to have those feelings. But for me personally, I have to fight that and I have to keep reminding myself God's in control. God's going to provide. God's all powerful, all knowing. He's, he's there. And so we need to make sure we're humbling ourselves uh, to God uh, and worship him each and every day. Uh, but realize the depths and the greatness of God. That's the main thing we need to look at. Don't take for granted what the, the salvation, what He's given us. Don't take for granted His love. Don't take for granted His forgiveness. Don't be puffed up with pride. Humble ourselves before Him. Seek Him out early. Seek Him out daily. That's why it's important we stay in the Word. Stay in prayer. Uh, be active in church and to keep our minds focused on the things of, of God. You know the, uh, you can't help but think of Odysseus and the siren's call and how it dashed the ships. They could not resist it. And I think that comes along to me as a good comparison to temptation because it's so hard to resist it. It's that the devil knows how to use that siren's, siren's um, uh, well or call, and it's easy to fall into that temptation. Next thing you know, we're dashed against the rocks. That's why we have to stay the course. We have to stay true. The only way you can do that is keeping our eyes on the sun, the S-O-N, and that way we don't get off course and dash our ship into the rocks let us pray dear Father Lord we just thank you, love you, and praise you Lord help us every day to serve you well to seek you well, to do your work and your will help us Lord Jesus to uh, always to, to keep our eyes focused on you, do what is right in your eyes, to always appreciate the, the love and the gifts and the blessings that you've bestowed upon us, Lord if anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you let them pray this prayer, dear God Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I just pray that you'll be with us and uh, this day and let us serve you well. Help us, Lord Jesus, to uh, be a light to this world of darkness. Be with our kids who are going to school, work, and play. Keep them safe and well. Be with all my brothers and sisters who are watching this morning. Watch over protect them they are going to work and out and about today. Lord, be with our, uh, as I pray every morning, Lord, I do pray for Tony Peters, and I do pray for Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I do pray that you'll be with Aaron Jenkins, you'll heal his uh, broken ankle. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with Miss Betty, and uh, Lord, I pray that you'll be with uh, Larry and Donna Knight, and so many others. And Lord, as us be with us this day, and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and watching this morning. And I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.